Welcome to Into the Snowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and on the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on the show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell if you want to be notified of when a new video comes available. If you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review and comment on this video that you're watching right now with your thoughts on what we're talking about. Also on the five-star review, Talk to us. Tell us if you like us, if you hate it. Again, if you hate us, please still give us a five-star review. That helps us get boosted up in people's feeds. That way more people can see us. Also, you can follow the Galaxy Geeks at the Galaxy Geeks one on Twitter and Galaxy Geeks EL on Instagram. Yes, we have an Instagram. And now, with that intro out of the way, Luke, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, buddy. How are you today? As of recording this right now, a little behind the scenes. It's still a little bit early in the morning for me, so I am still a tad tired. <laughs> Not shocked. And I'm and I'm also trying to keep it a little bit quieter for the young one right next door to me because these are very thin walls. I don't want to wake her up yet. Eh, I don't blame you. Yeah. So, how'd you like last week? But yeah. It, what? How'd you like last week? Last week had a lot of great matches, had very strong, not upsets, but strong victories from the Star Wars tournament and the IG tournament. Had a great singles match and then two bangers that are the two teams matches that we're going to be talking about from the Snowdown Battlefield. What do you think about this week? Honestly, it might have been one of my favorite weeks we've had in a very long time. It Yes, it was a great week for the Schmodown. And to start our show, we're going to be talking about one of the players that played this week, and it's our Rookie of the Week, Luke. Who's our Rookie of the Week? Rookie of the Week is Paul Walter Hauser. Yes, Paul Walter Hauser. He had a great game to this past week. And for those of you who don't know who Paul Walter Hauser is, he's a very famous actor. He's been in many things. He's been in I, Tanya. He was in Cobra Kai. He was the lead in Richard Drool. And he was in the most recent movie. It just came out this past weekend, Cuella. I haven't seen Cuella. I'm not planning on watching Cuella. At least not, not until it drops on... I'm going to watch it when it drops on Disney Plus without the premium access or premiere access. Wow. I'm just letting it be known. I, I don't want to go out to the theater yet. The first movie I want to watch in theater is Black Widow. So when Black Widow comes out in theaters, that's going to be the first movie that I'm going to be watching in theaters in a long time. But Paul Walter Hauser proved himself to be a strong Smowdown competitor, and he's not just another, like, how early on you would just get those celebrity matches. He's not just another celebrity doing a celebrity match. So, Paul Walter Hauser, you're going to make a comeback from this loss. I know you are because you had a great match. I can't wait to see what you do in your next match. Well, in in stating that, honestly, I thought he played great. I cannot wait to dive into this match that he had. But I will say this. On the Cruella front, that was a great movie. <laughs> well, look, I've heard so many different opinions on that movie that I'm, again, I'll wait until it comes out on Disney+. Plus I Without the premiere movie. access. I had so much fun with that movie. It is something funny how much fun I have with that movie. Well, I've heard a lot of people had fun with that movie, but we're not here to talk about Coella. We're not here to do a review on Coella. We're here to talk about the Smowdown. So after talking about our Rookie of the Week, we're going to move on to our Player of the Week. Luke, who is 
our player of the week. Our player of the week, and this one burns me a little bit, Ace Cabrera. Yeah, it burns him a little bit because he was so confident that Ace was going to lose. You were so confident, but I was on the other side. I told you he was going to win. I didn't expect him to win this big. Yeah, wow, he played a good match. Yeah, it literally all it took was one question that he missed in round two. That was a steal. If he would have gotten it, it would have been a knockout victory. Man, that was such a great match. Yeah, Ace proved why he was the winner of last year's tournament. And he's going to have a big match next week or this upcoming week or whenever he has his next match. Because schedule hasn't been released yet as of recording. So he's going to have to go up against the major Thomas Harper, which Thomas Harper has been proving himself to be a very strong competitor. He hasn't missed yet, Thomas Harper. So we'll see how Ace does in that capacity. But when it comes to this match, he just, like, dominated Sean Sullivan. It. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I cannot wait till the Thomas Harper match. Wow. Yeah, it's. It's going to be a barn burner, as they say. And we'll talk more about my thoughts on Sean Sullivan when we get to another portion of the show, when we talk about the free agency. And when we get to that point, that's when we're going to have an interesting discussion. But, moving, thank you, Ace. You are our player of the week. We hope that you continue to be as strong as a competitor as you were in this match. Next up, we go to our team of the week. Team of the week. Yes, team of the week. Shazam. Shazam, the new, spoiler, new team's champion. They were fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Which we'll talk more about Shazam later when we talk about the Smodown Battlefield as a whole. But my goodness. Wow. All right. Let's move on to our manager of the week. Manager of the week is that sexy Koi Jandro. Oh, sexiness. Look at that picture. He just looks like Burt Reynolds on a bear rug. Then again, he also looks like Deadpool on a bear rug. And that's because you photoshopped his head onto Deadpool, which this is a beautiful picture. Can I just say that? It's beautiful. I, I just thought it was funny. I'm not as big a fan of this one just due to I felt like the head just looked a little off. I can understand, but at the same time, it's the quirky mark. So, of course, we got to... I'm picky. I'm very picky. Yeah, we got to put the we gotta put the quirkiest of mercs on the body of the mouthy merc with the mouth. <laughs> it turned out re- very well. I really yeah. enjoyed it. But Koi had two big matches this week, and he managed yes. both of them perfectly. Yeah, I mean, Koi is really starting to move up. I think Koi last year compared to this year are two completely different people. Yes, yes, I agree completely. I, I was not expect. I knew Koi would do well. Koi is finally yeah. getting into the game. Because, like, when you saw his match, when you saw the Josh Horowitz match, he was very much like, hey, you can keep this, but it's very broad. Or you can spin again and get something a little bit more focused that can help you out a lot more. And I was like, man, that's a good strategy. Oh, he, he did great. I was so impressed with just that match actually showed his managerial skills more than the Shazam match. Yeah, because Shazam was just, I mean. 
They were in Shazam the was perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's not an understatement. Like they were perfect. Uh-huh. Wow. So yeah. So Corey, you're our manager of the week. We hope that you continue to be a great manager. And the one match that was a big downer for you was early on in the season, but you're you've been proving that you can that you've been able to come back from that. Which uh-huh. the match I'm talking about was the great um John Humphreys one, which He's been able to come back from that since then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So moving on, we have a match of the week, but we're going to be talking about the match of the week with the Smodown Battlefield because our match of the week is Odd Couple versus Shazam for the team championships. But we're going to talk about that match a little bit more in depth when we talk about Smodown Battlefield in the recap section of our show. So moving on from that, for predictions, there's not really much we can predict. Because as of recording this, the schedule is not out. No. The only matches that have been confirmed for this month, I think, is for also for this week. And I believe that Bateman versus Roka and Irwin versus Oyama for this Friday. Mm, That should be fun. So if you want... We can do predictions on those matches because I think they are this Friday for the big pay-per-view. But if you want to wait until the schedule drops to release our predictions on... We'll put out a tweet saying what our predictions are. Yeah. However, I do want to talk about these two matches because Erwin and Oyama, the last time we saw both of them were in teams matches. We saw... Well, no, we saw Oyama in the free-for-all. That was the last time we saw him. But the last time we saw Erwin was in a team's match, and he did great in both of his team matches. Last time we saw Oyama was free-for-all, and he won the entire thing. So I'm not saying you predict. we should predict. I think that match is going to be a great match because both competitors are strong competitors. I think this is the first time they've gone one-on-one, too. Why don't we go ahead and just predict? I mean, we All got right. the information. We'll tweet, we'll tweet it out. My prediction on this match is I feel Ethan Irwin, honestly, is playing great. But he's coming off of a loss off, off of teams. I am going to go... With Paul Oyama. Yeah, that's. I had the same thoughts because Oyama's coming off that free for all win. Erwin's coming off that um, lo- big TKO loss to Rushmore. Yeah. And from what, again, from everything that we hear about Erwin, um, he doesn't study. Oyama oh. studies like a, a rabbit animal. So I very much see Oyama picking up the victory. Also, this is a segment I wanted to ask you about. I felt the usual suspects this year has not done well. The usual suspects had a strong opening, but when it came to strong openings, they had two big victories, and that's been it so far. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, and how it sounds like, I don't know if the manager, if they're working well with the manager right now. I don't know, but... We'll, we'll have to see in the future because they have, like, again, they're going to have more matches in the future as all the as all the factions are, so we'll see from that. But moving on to the next match that we know about that I think is happening this week is Roka and Ben Bateman. Who do you have in that match? Ooh, 
Ugh. Because let's look at both of them. The last time they played each other was in teams, and Bateman beat Roca. I. But the last time they both played in singles, Roca TKO'd Liz Shannon Miller, and Bateman beat Mark Riley. I don't know, remember if it was a TKO or not, but I... that's basically what happened. There's two scenarios that can happen. You have Bateman, who just is coming off a major loss. Oh, and then major. you also have, but Roka's coming off that loss too. I mean, it was a major loss for him as well. Um, but it wasn't as bad of a loss as the one that Bateman had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. even then, like, the loss with corruption, that wasn't a horrible loss. No. But it was one of those, I know they could have done stung. better. It stung for him. I'll yeah. say that. I'm gonna go with Bateman. I feel Bateman's hot right now. I think he's got to do... He started this season saying, oh, I'm going to do this. I can do this. I can do this. And if he does not win against Roka, his year's not looking too hot. I don't know why, but a part of me is wanting to go with Roka. And I can see why. Like, I don't know why. And I'm not saying he's my pick, but my like my brain is saying to pick Roka because again, the Fintock Exchange has been on a big run right now. Yeah. And in singles, they have proven that the only loss that Fintock Exchange has in singles is the Brother Lomas match. Yeah. And I just again, I don't know. I I'm just gonna say Roka for right now. This is gonna be probably the only time when I'm like fully behind John Roca. And well, that's just because Roca's run recently had or the run that Fintock Exchange has had recently has been a very strong run. And sure Ben Bateman's trying will probably get in his head with like, hey, remember when I beat you in teams? Like singles a completely different animal than teams. Well, you know, when looking at just all all the smowdown and everything else, the dungeon and the Finsock Exchange seems to me the biggest family. Mm-hmm. Like, even more than uh, Quirky Mercs, and I think Quirky Mercs are a great family. Yeah. But those two teams, you just, like, they comment on everything. They share everything. They, and I'll say even Finstock Exchange more than even the Dungeon in some ways. I mean, like, you look at Taylor Robertson, who, yes, she's coming off of a loss, but she has done more for her team and her faction than most competitors do. Yeah, and that's I our, agree. That's, like, our we- that's our weekly shout-out to Taylor yeah, Robertson. Because we weekly like shout-out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I have to I have to agree with you. The, dun- the Dungeon and Finstock Exchange are, like, two big families that are it's like a mafia family going up against another mafia family that's what this been like and that's been like the main story going into the season is the dungeon versus the Vinstock exchange and so since we're done doing the predictions of the matches that we know are going to happen what are some matches that you want to see this happen this month since there's no schedule now it's like what are some matches that you think we're gonna get 
besides like excluding the Star Wars tournament matches that we know or we're gonna get, but like what are some matches that haven't been announced that you want to see? I, I want something with Jacoby Bancroft. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I and this goes into the team smash. I am so sad Blackjack is uh is broken up. Well, we don't know if it's broken up yet. I hope it I hope it doesn't because yeah. I did feel Blackjack was a stronger team than the odd couple. Because you watch or we'll we'll talk about it later. Um just yeah. I I do wanna see J- Jacoby Bancroft, especially after that interview that you did with him. Yeah. Uh, if anyone has not gone to watch that interview, please go watch it because wow, that was such a good interview. Just because we got to hear Jacoby Bancroft really express his feelings, express how he feels about the game, about the showdown. I was, I was just sad I wasn't a part of the interview. Yeah, it was, it was sad that you weren't there, buddy. I, I would have really liked your view for you to have met Jacoby because he's a great guy, and I think you would have enjoy the conversation as well a match that i want or someone i want to see play in a singles or ig match i want to see jen camp i just want to see jen because after that um free-for-all i want to see her i i'd like to watch i don't know i i'm ready for some single tournaments yeah and we we probably won't get that until the latter half of the season i wish is it weird? I wish we had two singles tournaments. Throughout I the mean, year? we're basically having two teams tournaments and two Star Wars tournaments, and only one IG and one singles tournament. Yeah. How, Is how, it? How, Go ahead. How soon do you think we're in a uh, in studio? Maybe September. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that. They're which. Which September is when I'm going on vacation. So if, if, because look, everybody, for all of you that don't know, September, I'm going on vacation. Like I'm leaving. I'm going to try to go to LA on vacation, try to get there around the 13th of September. So, and I, Kevin Smith, I already talked to Kevin and said, Hey, we got to meet up. We got to, we got to um, actually like meet each other face to face. And he said, definitely going to happen. So if I get a chance, I'm going to try to make like record some videos of me meeting Kevin and going to try to send them to Luke and be like, Hey, if you want to put this on the galaxy geek YouTube channel, go ahead. So maybe out there around September is look forward to seeing videos of me meeting up with Kevin Smets. At least I'm going to try to convince him to, let me meet some of the other Smodown personalities, which if I meet up with the other Smodown personalities, I'm going to be laughing in Luke's face because that's going to be, I'm going to be the first one to meet him before he does. Dude, I'm stuck in Tennessee. You're not seeing me leave Tennessee anytime soon. I know, but hey, my vacation. And I'm saying this all because if they do start doing studio matches in September, I'm going to be like, hey, Kevin, can you try to convince them to let me in? <laughs> to- Please. <laughs> If you do, let them know that I'm always free for for any photo editing. If they need help with that, on any oh, I, at this point, at this point, Christian knows. <laughs> but that's it for predictions. 
However, there is a major thing that got announced this past week and that free agency starts up again. The second round of free agency starts up June 1st. And this is a major thing that we need to talk about because as of right now, the stars are down one competitor. Also, I think there are some players that need to get dropped. Okay. Let's, let's go for each faction. We can Mm -hmm. name it. I've got the list out in front of me now. We can actually, I got the list in front of me now as well. All right. So let's look at the den. Okay. Den has Paul Preston, Ben Goddard, Thomas Harper, Alonzo Duralde, Saul, Mark Riley, Peggy Gubbins, Jader Paramo, Lacey Gillerin, David Del Rio, Jess Schloth, and Rachel Silverstreeny. Who are you dropping? They're, they're not dropping Paul. They're not dropping Ben. They're not dropping Thomas because they have been like, they're the main guns. They're not dropping Saul. I don't, you don't drop Mark Riley. Because Mark Riley is like that legacy care person. You don't mm-hmm. drop Peggy because she's one and one. I don't see them dropping Jader and they can't drop Jess because she's got their victory. And I don't see them dropping Rachel. David and Lacey. I don't, see them, Lace- I don't mm-hmm. see them dropping anybody. Well, it's like this Lacey is their 0 and 1 player right now. Alonzo hasn't played yet. The only time Alonzo has played is in the free for all and, and he didn't last and he was only in there for one round. Yeah. Lacey has played one Star Wars match and she lost via TKO. Yeah, maybe so, Lacey. Yeah, maybe. and and FCL has a Star Wars division, so if she goes there, she may be able to like work on some stuff, get more like reps in. But out of all of the players on there, if we can only drop one, I see them dropping Lacey. Okay. All right. Yeah. Quirky so Mercs. Quirky Mercs. Okay. They're not getting rid of Bibbs and Brendan because they're the champs. Yeah. Then they're not getting rid of Kevin because he's about to be in a number one contendership match. You definitely don't drop Andrew because again, champ. Yeah. Um you don't drop you don't drop Josh, Greg, or John. You don't drop Greg and John because you don't separate the real rejects. They haven't played Sabrina yet in a singles match, but she was in the free for all. Okay, you don't drop Perry. That leaves Eric, Jesse, and Beth. You don't. I don't see Quirky Marks dropping anybody. Well, again, I could see them dropping Eric. Again, uh, I'm mainly picking the Star Wars people because FCL has a Star Wars division, and Eric is 0-2. Yes, but Eric also is not bad when he plays. He can help Andrew. Mm-hmm. That, that's that is something, yeah, I didn't consider that. You need someone to help Andrew. So I'd keep, I would keep Eric. Yeah. Okay. Um, the dungeon's next. The dungeon. All right. Robert Parker, Dan Merle, Ben Bateman, Mark Knopic, Molly Damon, and Theo Drew, Whitney. You Seibel, don't drop those. Chris uh, Jericho, Adam Witt, John Huey, John Flickinger, Chris Van Fleet. We get I, rid of Chris. Uh, uh, you've got to do something with Chris Jericho. Jericho's busy. Jer- Jericho's got to get sent to the to the stars. I mean, okay, so. I see them dropping John Flickinger because, well, you got to look back at his match. He just gave up. He basically yeah. gave up in his match. He didn't even try. Yeah. yeah. That what's caused that loss. So you can drop him. Adam Witt is slowly getting to that point with me where at, what have you done for Witt, me lately? He's not won a single Star Wars match. Adam Witt, though, is a good trainer. That's yeah. why you keep Adam Witt for, for his training. 
because he's actually I, okay. Helped, so he helps the team on that end. Yeah, they haven't played Chris Van Fleet yet, so I don't know yet. They haven't played Whitney yet, but you don't get rid of Whitney. No, not because he's he's a good player. We'll see what yeah. happens when he plays. If they had if they had to drop anyone, if they had again, I would drop two people: John Flickinger and Chris Jericho. Because the moment you drop Chris Jericho, the stars are going to pick him up. Yes, and that that could or hurt. I think that actually hurts stars if they pick up Jericho. But I see them picking him up anyway because oh, yeah. Roxy and Jericho are friends. So yes. going so over I, to the stars now. Okay, this they're is down at they're down in Andreco. Yep. They're gonna keep Jeff, Alex, and Brandon. They're gonna Zach keep Zach. Zach. They're keeping because he's in the tournament. So Janine and Jacoby, they're keeping, and that leaves everyone else. I see them keeping Christy V because again, you got to get a return on your investment in this rookie. The rest haven't played yet. I think with the stars, you're not. He, she's not going to get rid of anyone due to their focus is going to be replacing Andreco. Yeah, and I see if they. If Chris Jericho gets dropped, they're going to pick him up. Yeah. And All that's right. their replacement. Okay, so next we go. Sorry. I'm sorry, audience, if it seems like we're rushing through this, but got stuff to do. So we're trying. I'm trying to get this done as fast as possible. Finsock Exchange, they're not dropping anyone. No, not that. All their players. If they, if they were going to drop anyone, I hate to say this, Taylor, I don't mean this personally. It would probably be you that they would drop. But again, I wouldn't blame it on you. I would blame it on Tom Dagnino for not managing you properly in that match. I I don't think they would drop her just because she is a good uh, competitor that helps yeah. the team. I honestly, that team is pretty solid. It, the only one, the only other person I could see, and again, I would I'm ready to get the hate from you is Brother Lomas because that's the only person that hasn't gotten a real victory for them yet. True, I actually don't disagree with you on that statement. But you're not getting rid of Brother Lomas because he is good eyes. He's good um, video. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just a good competitor. Again, I'm waiting for them to announce the Brother Lomas Rick Radis team. That's going to be a team. I I want to see Brother Lomas do better. But let's go to Swag. Okay, Swag. They got Oyama and Harris and Chandru. They're not dropping. Zipper and Jonathan are a great team. Don't drop. You're not dropping Laura, and you're not dropping Ace. I don't think you drop anybody. I think you dropped Vinny Mancuso. Really? You dropped me? How come? Yes, because all the because the match that Vinny had with Swag, he did not do he did not re- get a good return on their investment. When it came to the free for all, it didn't even last one round. Yeah. Yeah. I agree like, with you. Vinny has not been good for them lately. And again, for Bradley. Bradley actually lasted a little bit longer in the free-for-all. Jen Kemp lasted quite a while in the free-for-all. Haley Fouch, you can get a return in their, in their investment for that one because she's a strong competitor. You just got to use her. Frank hasn't really been used yet, I don't think. So no, I can't really I can't really like check him. Vinny, he's had two chances to prove himself, and he's failed on both accounts. So, Vinny, I could see them dropping. Yeah, sadly. This, I, is, I this is, we're at the halfway point. You got to stop making like big decisions now. Yeah. So next, next on the list, corruption. All right. I've already spoke to you about this. They got to drop Sean. I'm sorry, yes. Sean, but you, that's two losses. Yeah. One of them, one, one of them wasn't by TKO, but it was against a rookie that you should have been able to like, 
been stronger against, and the other one was a near TKO, and it was yeah. a near knockout. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you got to get dropped. Everyone else I can see staying, but like Sean is the one that I'm just like, you're the one that needs to go. Like you don't get rid of Jacob London because of his performance in the free for all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I Mark Hoyt, you don't get rid of him because of his performance in the free for all. Well, here's the thing. Jacob London played great in the last match he played. He just yeah. barely lost. I mean, it's, I, and again, I think he just comes back. Like Mark Hoyt, he had a great performance in the free for all. Like I'm basing a lot of this on like, also you can't forget about what they did in the free for all because Free-for-all is very much a test of stamina. And if you can do, have a great stamina in the free-for-all, then you can last. All right. Usual suspects. This is right. Um. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, I hate to say this because he's only had one match. But based off of that one match, you get rid of J- Jacob Whitnaben. Yeah. Yeah. That I match, that, that, match that happened this past week was like, Oh, horrible was, for him yes that was bad that was really bad i dropped him i also dropped paul walter hauser i can see it but still like he actually put up a fight he does but he's not gonna match the rest of the year i can see it yeah because that's, that's the issue they if, if your competitor loses they're not playing the rest of the year well you say that if that's the case then you dropped stacy howard as well Ugh. See, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that logic, then a majority of these people got to get dropped. Yeah, but you got to keep some of them. You got to keep a good bit of the roster that you started the season with, because I know for a fact Stacy could be going into that tournament. Yeah, I I don't know. And would you put Stacy in a singles tournament? I would put her in a teams tournament. Give her a good partner, because I, I could see St- I could see Stacy and Paige for Brady as a team. If it's one only, is it two teams or one team? I don't know. We don't know how big the team tournament's going to be. If it's a two-team, no, I still wouldn't. You've got... Well, you if you have a two-teamer, then I would put Stacey and Drew together. you put Stacey and Drew? I think that would be a good team. I actually would have put uh, Drew and Paul Walter Hauser. Well, if we're dropping Paul Walter Hauser... Yeah, I changed my mind on that one. I take that one back. All right. But yeah, Jacob Whitnaven, I that match was not a good showing for him, so I would drop he, him. And he's a Star Wars, and he t- played horrible in Star Wars. No, that was IG. Oh, uh, well, no, but his category in round two was Star Wars. Yeah. And he played horrible doing and Star Wars that, matches. And he did horrible in round one. I I will say this. This shows me how not good of a manager I think um, the usual suspects has this year. Mm-hmm. They should never pick Star Wars. If you are not, um, well, he's a he's Alex a Dam- Damon. He's a like a Star Wars guy. Like Jacob Whitnaben was a Star Wars guy. You can tell from the wall that he had. But it doesn't matter. Like the, when you go Star Wars, even in IG now, the you questions are it. so hard. Yeah, I mean those questions were difficult questions. Some were a little easier, but they were so difficult. All right, start off with um so that was the free agency we're gonna start with the recap luke um lead the way i gotta do something right now all right so the recap for this past week the biggest match we had was shazam versus the odd couple so i've seen a lot of people online have been having different conversations of how the odd couple situation was handled 
I don't feel like they had a better... They didn't have a better way of do, dealing with the situation. Due to the fact of losing Mark and Draco was huge. And I understand the issues of scheduling, stuff like that. And they had to do what they had to do. I think they want to move past this match as soon as possible. It's a great thing that Shazam went perfect. Because if Shazam did not go perfect, then they would not be considered champions to many people's eyes. Because they would have said, oh, they didn't actually go against the odd couple. But due to the fact of Shazam going perfect, getting all the points they could have, there's no way you can say they're not champions. Yeah, so there, are, there are a lot of people that were going into this expecting them to like have a perfect game and like have that type of like performance. When I, when, in all honesty, if like if you go into a team tournament game, you at least expect one of the teams to miss at least one question. Yeah. But them going perfect was them basically going like, hey, we, can go up against anyone that they had to go perfect if they mm -hmm. hadn't gone perfect then this match would have everybody would have been saying oh they didn't go against the odd couple the real one it, it, they really didn't win the championship it it's just they uh they were they didn't get the full odd couple but since they won perfect doesn't matter yeah What's the next match we're talking about? Oh, you don't want to go anymore? Well, I mean, there's the only thing that the only thing that else I can explain is that Janine like did amazing as Jeff's partner. I feel like Jeff was, was the out of the people that were playing, Jeff was the weak link, and Janine was yeah. able to drag him into the final round to a victory or to a like to the point where it could be where Shazam had to go perfect to win. But, I mean, what else can you talk about? Like, Shazam went perfect. What well, else can you talk about in this match? I, what I can talk about is, I felt, do you feel Odd Couple is a stronger team with Janine in it? Or do you think Blackjack is a stronger team with Janine in it? See, it's hard for me to say because this was Janine's really first title match. And yeah. she very much showed that she is a champion contender. Like she yeah. is a champion level player because this match was very much her match. Yes, but do you feel as a team she played better with Jeff or she played better with Jacoby? I think she played better with Jacoby because yeah. Jacoby was able to level her out. And like, it was like an even, that's how they both played. They both played well, Jacoby and Janine together. Again, this entire match, though he was able to help out a little bit at the beginning, it felt like Janine was carrying Jeff. Jeff, for some reason, if Jeff is ever, if the game is not going his way, he checks out. He mm -hmm. checked out round two. He, he, he fully checked out round two. Like, he checked out a little bit in round one, but once it landed on Frank Capra, he was very much like, Janine can handle this. Yeah, and I don't like that. I don't like that idea of oh this other competitor or my other teammate they can handle this category it's like no you need to actually put your weight into yeah there should never be a point where the both team teams or teammates aren't working together yeah and again i i really don't know what else to say about this match besides shazam went perfect and they deserve to be champions right now yes let me let me ask you. Oh, let's. I'll ask you this question after we do the next match. 
Yeah, because the next major match of SmackDown Battlefield was, and this wasn't the main event, this was the undercard, but it was also a great match. It was Corruption versus Danger Zone, with both of us thinking Danger Zone was going to win because Ooh. Danger Zone. But Chance Ellison. Man. Chance freaking Ellison. And then them getting comic book movies round two. Oh, my. Basically solidifying God. that they were going to win. Wow. Chance. Chance and, is probably. You, you know who would be the, the best team, I think, in general, strangely? Who? Chance and Jeff. That would be interesting. But again, like at this point, I don't want Jeff to be in teams for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah. again, he like, I feel like, again, like you said, if things don't go his way, he checks out. And I don't want that to happen to another one. Yeah, I can't. He needs a, he, he needs another teammate. Yeah. A good no. one. I, I will say for this one, I was shocked that Danger Zone used up all of their repeats. Yeah, what was that? By the end of round one. Why do you do that? Ben is better at strategizing than that. Yeah. And I was shocked that he, like, just, like, a lot of, I can understand Dan needing to use one, but Ben was the one that wasted them. That, not wasted them, but, like, he 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 was the one that used the most. He he wasted one where he couldn't even get it after the repeat. If you can't get it after the repeat, you wasted it. Yeah, and... Like, Chance went perfect, even getting the bonus. Round two came around. They got comic book movies, which is, I mean, it's a strength of both of theirs. So it really was one of those, like, oh, you're you're just handing us the victory now. Yes. I, Corruption impressed me. Mike. Mike is a great player. Which, again, you and I were talking about, like, oh, man, like, he is so busy with IG. We don't know about him in teams and singles. I was this just proved that. I was like, all right. Now yes he's going to no. focus. We weren't well, fully wrong, actually. He stated in the interview that yeah. he's like, you know, that I was not focused on teams. I was focused on IG. And he, but like in a few days, he was able to get himself ready for teams. But he also had chance. Yeah. Chance. Which, and, which he also said in the post match interview, like, if you think that's. Like with the IG thing, that's how much, um, how much time I spend to win a title for IG. Now it's time for teams and singles. I'm like, oh man, I cannot wait for that. Well, adding those IG slices to teams and singles makes Mike probably the most dangerous player in the game. I cannot wait for this team, this new match, the Shazam versus Corruption, because I can see it going either way. I don't. I don't know. I think most people are going to go with Shazam due to the fact that this past perfect round. But I'm not playing anything past Corruption. I know. At this point, Corruption... Again, I saw something from Tim Sim, like how Corruption's the slayers of the super teams. And all the super teams they've beaten. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, man. Just wait for... Shazam's the one that took the belts off of them, though. I'm it, ready for that revenge. Who's, who's the better team? Deception or Corruption? I don't know because corruption has a breadth of knowledge in almost every single division, whereas deception has so far only proven themselves in singles and teams. I don't know. I can't. Corruption to me 
is always looked at as the underdog in every match they play in. And they somehow keep winning and keep... I mean, they they might be my favorite team. Yeah, honestly. They're, they're an amazing team, and we shouldn't have bet against them. We should not have bet against they're them. They're so scrappy. They're just yeah. scrappy. Wow. Chance was able to do great in round one, but it was very much Mike in round two. Like, that's why I struggled. I asked the question, who was team of the week? Because... I know, because... Like, Mike proved, like, Corruption proved themselves this week, but also Shazam went perfect. It's sort of one of those, who do you go with? People that, like, fought tooth and nail and got to the victory or perfect? Perfection. Perfect. I, we picked perfect, but, like, I struggled. Yeah. I struggled with this one. Yeah, and the, that was Smowdown Battlefield. And now to, like, recap the other matches really quick because we're running out of time. Um, Ace versus Sean Sullivan. Ace winning, almost Ace, making it a bit. knockout or a TKO. I, I mean, Ace my goodness. Great. Ace played you great. Were, you were very confident that he wasn't going to win, too. How so? I don't know what I was thinking. I Honestly, Plus, Ace is so hard to know what mindset he is in. Because that, yeah. that gaming match really, he looked horrible in that gaming match. Well, that's why I was confident that he was going to win because it was very much one of those like, Oh, you you you've been okay. I see you're you're angry that you lost. Let's let's fix that. Which also, he's oh, he's beaten Demolanta before. So yeah. if Demolanta's still the champion, when if Ace wins the tournament and Demolanta's still the champion, beating Laura Kelly, then we're we're gonna get an Ace versus Demolanta match, and we've seen one. We've seen that match once before we've seen how that ended let's see if I it ends the same way or in looking at the let, let me look at the star wars ranking all right so it's thomas harker harper versus andres cabrera one of the next massive match, match, matches and you also have gold leader versus zach burkett i mean I that's know. a look this semifinals is strong because zach burkett proved himself Gold Leader has proven himself multiple times. Thomas Harper is a beast, and uh -huh. Ace is one of those, like, upset cities. Ace versus Thomas is going to be one of the best Star Wars matches we got. We get. Yes. And that, if you compare it to the Damon Demolanta one. Like, I don't know who to pick on that one. Neither do I, but we'll find out when they've released the schedule. So, the next match was Moose Haas versus Jacob Whitnaben, which, I mean... I, Jacob Whitnaben did basically nothing in this match. Yeah, that was such a depressing match for him. I mean, it ended in a TKO, not a knockout, but it could have easily ended in a knockout. I didn't feel like his manager tried to get in his head. Mm -hmm. They didn't know each other. But did you Moose, tell that? Yeah, they, yeah. But Moose was over there like, hey, I got you, boo-boo, and just went perfect. <laughs> in stock. Which, I, when I played along with it, I also went perfect in round one, and I got the bonus question. Hey, I did good in round two. I was very thankful for I that. did good in round two as well. I didn't do good in the Star Wars questions, though. I could, but, do a, I could join a Spider-Man division. Yeah, Spider-Man division. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for them to announce an MCU division. Just do it now. There are <laughs> over 20 movies at this point. Come on. There's more than Star anyway, Wars. 
yeah but this but um what was i gonna say um i would have beaten jacob whitnaven via tko yeah that was just that was a bad match i mm. like we say we drop them you yeah you'll such need to drop them yeah and then the final match of this week that wasn't Smodown Battlefield was Paul Walterhauser versus Josh Horowitz. Josh picking up the victory. Match. It was so I much fun. They both knew, knew their stuff. Hence why, hence why I'm hesitant to drop Paul Walterhauser because he knows his stuff. He's going to be used again because celebrity. You put yeah, celebrities was, in a lot of matches. Yeah, I was. I kind of disagree with my first and initial thoughts. He was so much fun, and you could just tell he was enjoying himself so much. Yeah, it was a fun match to watch, and I, I'm i glad I was wrong about Josh Horowitz because, again, we both picked Walter Paul Walter Hauser because we were very much like, oh, Josh is coming off a loss that may come back to hurt him. But no, it came back to help him, actually, because he was very, very confident in this match and he knew his stuff and i'm very glad that he came back to win this yes i agree i was that might have been one also of my... oh, go ahead i'm sorry i'm going back to the moose match for a moment <laughs> finstock tom dagnino stop telling your players to spin again if they're confident in the category i'm done because <laughs> he landed on spider-man the first time and they were like ah yeah i think i can do this and it was like well but at the same time i don't know but then it's like spin again and then they landed on opponent's choice well honestly though i actually don't put too much against them on that one due to the fact of the last time spider-man was spun those spider-man questions were hard but at the same time to counter that this is a rookie match this is a debuting match and i know the ant Questions are going to be a little bit easier for a debut match. Not always. Not. I'm not going to say that on. Not well, always. I'm saying that, like Saul and John are two proven players, so like, oh, we need to do the questions a little bit harder for debuters. For people that are debuting, they want to make them a little bit easier. I don't Just know a little bit easier. That. Well, I say that because the two amazing Spider-Man two questions were very easy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A lot of the questions were, if you now have watched the movies once, you can basically pick apart those those answers. Yeah, hence why I was like, the questions were going to be a bit easier, and those questions were very easy to me. Like the Sandman question, question, I got that one pretty quick, because if you know the movie, that's the only character that the villain just had a bad day. He was the that was the one question that I was the most hesitant about because I also thought about Vulture. I was like, was that Vulture? Nah, Vulture never would have said something like that. I know, but it's like when you look at the character, it's like he's not a bad guy. Or in his mind, he's not a bad guy. He just had a bad day. Like Vulture is <laughs> I know, but it's like when you look at it, you could be like, you can make the argument for Vulture not being a bad guy. Sandman was just had a bad day. Yeah. Sandman is great. By the way, that news about the that Jeff Snyder broke on the Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow. What, what did he break? Oh, he said who the villains were. Who are who is it? I said villains as in plural. I know. Okay. 
So the main antagonist, you can take this as a spoiler if you will, but I don't think it is because it's just the villains. The main yeah. antagonist is going to be Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Yes, I heard that. I yes. With him leading a team of um, Doc Ock, Sandman, um, Doc Ock, Sandman, Lizard, Electro, and Rhino. Okay, Multiverse. that's all we need to all right, so that's the um, end of our show. We're going to end on Spider-Man. Because <laughs> we always do. Yeah, we hope you all enjoyed the show. I'm going to have to go now because a lot of stuff is happening right now, so I got to go. Luke, they know where to find you. They know where to find me. It's everywhere around on our faces right now. So until next week, remember, be kind, be nice. Rewind. Yeah. All right. Bye, buddy.